Welcome. Greetings. Thank you for turning into the first renamed episode, uh, the uh, first episode under the moniker of Out in Front with Jeff Melody. I wanted to do something on, um, I want to talk about an observation that uh, some friends and I have made some associates uh, regarding uh, love, the absence thereof, the replacement thereof. Uh, I wanted to talk about this because it really seems like this shift has taken place over the last few years. Uh, I really, it's, I think it's not easy to get back to love after being glued to the telly and ingesting hate-filled stories about people you've been instructed to hate. So you, you can ask yourself where the love is with the freak show crowd. Uh, now, for sure, they love their cats or their bongs and the glitter green dildos at family-friendly drag shows. Just look up Christina Aguilera. That last one was a mystery. I'm talking about a natural balance of love and hate, you know, like, dislike, maybe a spectrum uh, that's kind of disappeared on the left. We can't love everything or we'd have 5,000 hobbies or 5,000 cats. Nor can we hate everything or we'd make ourselves physically ill. But uh, over the last several years, the news went from everybody hates this to, gee, these baby formula shortages are odd. Well, wait, wait a second. No, they actually didn't say that about baby formula. They're actually not saying anything about it other than uh, they're working on it. It's like rocket science or brain surgery or something. Uh, how would the press have presented something as with the baby form, how as frightening and fixable as we told you there would be a baby form of shortage if you don't take action now, how would they have responded to that uh, under the previous president, you know, like say three years ago? Would the press have accepted the no, nobody told us about it or nobody told me about it excuse? No, they wouldn't have. I'm using this issue because the problem, this problem in particular, is one that could have been averted quite easily. Think back about how many times the press and members of our shitty Congress kept repeating a lie that anyone could dispel just simply by watching a short video clip or reading sworn testimony. What we have are, you know, the lazy Olympics where you just turn it, tune into, you know, fake news and just I'll just I'll just get my news in thirty seconds from them, and it's always wrong. But it, it takes tremendous hate to choose the lie narrative over sitting down and researching and finding and watching the exact video, primary context, of whatever a lie might happen to be about. So I'll ask again, where is the love? Because it appears that love has been replaced by indifference over issues that aren't like residing in your living room, say. Things that are happening a bit more distant things that people really care less about because they don't they don't think they're going to affect them the unfortunate the unfortunate things and misfortunes or whatever that might happen to other people it's as though leftists hate things near and far but feel we should assume the role just just assume you're powerless over washington dc issues my take on the growing creepiness is that it's completely about starting tire and trash fires all over the place. So people chase uh, 
that story, the new story, the new thing, instead of directing everybody being able to focus uh, on hard-earned loathing uh, of institutions that that are behind America's big failure right now. You know, institutions like the FBI, DOJ, media, and business promoters of this ESG score nonsense. It's fine to discuss the freak show after there's enough heat put on those offending institutions that they cannot finish, they cannot finish, or or continuing to, uh, to tear down the country. So I ask theories. Anyone could indifference be maybe a replacement program for the? the remember when we used to hear hate is such a strong word? Is that could that be it? And but this whole hate subject thing is one that can be interpreted uh, a number of ways. How you view this depends on what you've become right now, over the last few years perhaps, or how detached you have become. And black people do this to protect themselves from the insanity and the ever-changing story, uh, the updates to the stories and everything. But one of my favorite detectors of this is what, you know, you ask people, what do you think about this? And that would be the FBI raid on James O'Keefe and his associates at Project Veritas. If you instantly answered that in your mind, you know, if you instantly came to your conclusion without any of the particulars that the raid was a good thing, you've gone full left and you really need Jesus. And now here's the scoop on that, which is another clear FBI law enforcement, Southern District, New York debacle. Number one. Project Veritas never printed the material within Ashley Biden's diary because they couldn't confirm the authenticity of it. They weren't comfortable with how they acquired it. Somebody brought it to them, a group of lawyers. Um, Number two, James O'Keefe tried to return Ashley's diary to her via her lawyer. Uh, The lawyer refused to accept it. Number three, O'Keefe gave that diary to the FBI. So number four, and here's how they kind of get rid of the other news and make this the big news. The New York Times had reached out to a Project Veritas lawyer, reporter, excuse me, Veritas reporter, less than one hour after a secret, air quotes probably, a secret raid on that reporter's home, asking about the raid. Now at the time, don't forget, Veritas had a lawsuit against New York Times, but that kind of pushes the Project Veritas lawsuit news further down the, the reading list for some most people. What it comes down to is people on the left can't get past the hatred of an organization uh, that they've been told to hate and the people affiliated with those organizations. They're happy when people who don't think and act like them are targeted and equate that targeting as being the same thing as police going after criminals who just happen to be black. They don't care about the fact that there's criminality involved or anything like that. It's just, it's got to be the blackness. The people in the center won't really talk about stuff like this. And the folks on the right can't get over how screwed up and weaponized Southern District New York, the FBI, uh, DOJ, etc. have become. It's just really, really bizarre. Now, with all this going on, Boy, it made it easy when they came out with these fact-checkers, right? Let's enter into the world of the impact of the fact-checkers. 
the sad thing about those fact checkers, fact checkers is despite being the apparently, you know, they lay, they have this claim that they're the party of cause Greece. Most Democrats abandoned the consider the source thing that we were taught very on and you know, in, at university. They they, they they dropped that completely. When fact checkers started popping up, remember the laziness part, the mental laziness part? America stopped paying close enough attention to remember who lied and how many times they lied before reading news pieces. Veritas has been hit by fact checkers and political operatives quite a bit more than most publishers. And the amount of hate and fact checking a conservative entity receives is directly proportional to how effectively they distribute facts that Marxists want to suppress. Now, I've saved the grand irony for last. This is, of course, at a small poll last December of college students indicated that uh, if you talk to students by their political party they identify with, nearly 71% of 850 students who are said they were Democrats, vote Democrat, they would not date Republicans, people who vote Republican, whereas only 7% of the college students who identified as Republican would consider, would not consider dating an emocrat. That's right, no D. It's an emocrat. Uh, they're a no-can date. So quite a bit of difference there. Now, grooming also worked. Let's, let's throw that in there. The grooming's worked because now nearly a third of millennials claim they're, uh, they're LGBT. Interesting, huh? And all this ties back into who claims that their party is that party of love, openness, acceptance? Hmm. I wonder what Google fact checkers would have to say about that. Take care, everybody. God bless.